Yep, our nuclear energy problem, the crisis has got worse. Oh yes, oh yes. If Russia cuts off supply of enriched uranium to U.S. power companies, America's nuclear energy reactors will close within a year. Former Department of Energy, DOE, under Secretary Paul Dabar and Columbia University energy researcher Matt Bowen has published a report warning that America's energy crisis could soon get a whole lot worse if Russia stops selling uranium, enriched uranium to nuclear power plants. Better be nice to Russia and stay out of their business with Ukraine. If supplies get cut, they say, then many United, United States nuclear power generation facilities will be forced to will be forced offline within a year. The result will be much less energy available and sky-high prices even beyond current inflation figures. Nuclear power accounts for more than 20% of all U.S. electricity generation capacity, and nearly half of the country's 56 operational nuclear power plants are used enriched uranium imported from Russia, Kazakhstan, and Uzbekistan. Although Russia only mines about 6% of the world's uranium, it controls about 40% of the global uranium conversion market and 46% of total uranium enrichment capacity. Since I know Joe Biden probably knows this, and well as, uh, you know, military generals, what makes you think it was a good idea to go give weapons to Ukraine when Ukraine is fighting somebody that we desperately depend on for nuclear energy and oil? as well as wheat. Not only would the U.S. suffer in a scenario in such a scenario, but would also would be Finland, the Czech Republic, Hungary, and Turkey. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. The, the U.S. was smart, man. They're so smart, man. The U.S. government. All of which rely on Russian state nuclear giant Rosatom for uranium mining, milling, conversion, enrichment, and fuel fabrication to the construction and service of state-of-the-art reactors. Dabar and Bowen are, are urging Western leaders to immediately consider their exposure to Russian nuclear exports and to take steps to reduce it or face another energy shock at the hands of President Vladimir Putin based on this current situation. Not only that, but the two also want the federal government to provide assistance and incentives for U.S.-based uranium conversion and enrichment facilities to help rebuild the country's depleted and in many ways failing nuclear fuel supply chain. The report does not explain why Putin or Russia would make such a move, especially since Rosatom and Gazprom and Ronsfeld, three major Russian state energy companies, have committed to continuing to deliver on contracts with their commercial partners, all things, all things in Ukraine considered. The fact that the paper made mention of Putin specifically as potentially making such a decision on the Bloomberg suggested that Dabar and Bowen suffer from Russia derangement syndrome. Probably, but, you know, who's, who's to say they won't, you know, if the U.S. keeps meddling in, in their affairs with the Ukraine? Leave Russia alone. Okay, leave them alone. All right. <clears throat> Believing that the Russian Federation is out to hurt innocent people rather than focus on its special operation in Ukraine. That's it. They don't want to hurt anybody. Okay. 
They're not trying to hurt the U.S. as long as the U.S. stays out of Russian affairs with the Ukraine. Okay. Just leave them alone. He has warned the West and the West should listen. But unfortunately, you know, money's involved. And our governments are not going to listen. Back in March, Russian Deputy Prime Minister Alexander Dovik did suggest that Moscow was considering a ban on uranium exports to the U.S. in response to Western power sanctions. However, no final decision on the matter has been made since Russia is watching to see how the U.S. behaves first. The U.S. and NATO would stop interfering with Russia's efforts to clean up Ukraine and eliminate the deep state threat that exists right on its borders. Then there would be no further escalation of the situation since the U.S. and NATO continue to send weapons and munitions to Ukraine. However, anything could happen. Yeah, you continue to send weapons over there to the Ukraine. okay? and the Ukrainian military do not know how to use those weapons. okay? and the weapons are not marked. There's no identification to know, you know, to track them. So they end up in the hands of the black market. And they're sold to people who will know how to use them. So I think the U.S. is just having a plan to have other wars start to benefit their interests. We don't need Russia's uranium. We can get it from Canada. Well, that's that all depends on the powers that be. Because after all, all this is happening to weaken the American, to weaken America, all right, to be easily taken over. That's basically what's happening here. Okay, we have so much problems here. Inflation, food shortages, gas prices, and you want to go help out a a white supremacist nation. Okay. Hmm. That's harming its own people. I'm talking about the Ukraine. Perhaps Dubar and Boa are correct on it in their assessment that Russia will respond to U.S. aggression by cutting off the supply of uranium to the country. Should that occur, America will have only itself and its corrupt leaders to blame. The U.S. has been has been dependent on Russia uranium imports since the early 1990s, reports reported the Far News Agency. In 1993, then Vice President Al Gore and Russian Premier Viktor Chimerin, I can't pronounce that name, signed a 20-year billion deal for the delivery of more than 550 metric tons of highly enriched uranium extracted from scrapped Soviet nuclear warheads. These deliveries wound up supplying about 10% of the electricity generated in the United States over the next 15 years, pumping out over 7 billion megawatt hours of energy. Hmm. Okay. But here's another thing um, that's also been reported. <clears throat> okay. The uh, Tehran FNA, a Russian de- decision to halt the supply of enriched uranium to U.S. companies, would take many of America's nuclear reactors offline within a year, leading to a spike in electricity prices beyond the current price, inflation, and potentially leaving some areas of the country unable to meet the demand. Analysis in the hills of Russia's nuclear power dominance warned. Okay. So that's all Russia could do. You know, just one move. Just one move. That's all it needs is one move. And the U.S. is in trouble. Many countries are in the midst of inflation. Why are you only blaming the U.S.? 
I'm talking about the U.S. government because the U.S. government is willing to start war with Russia. They're willing to do it. There's even talks of uh, Mitt Romney um, last month in May talking about having a war with Russia. Okay. Which is insane. Especially how the Russian government is handling things with Ukraine. And they are just cleaning house. All right. Russian troops come to Kiev with just 40,000 troops. And they're pitting down 60,000 of Ukrainian military. Is that a country that you think the U.S. could win against? No. But the U.S. government, they want to go, they will go to war. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about here. We must prepare for Putin's worst weapons. Guess who get guess whose opinion is this? Mitt Romney. Okay? Mitt Romney. Republican. Like I said, Republican and Democrats are in on this. Okay? It's not just the Democrats that are, you know, the big bad evil. It's both parties. They want to benefit from having war. War is big business. This is what Mitt Romney has to say. Okay. Russia's foreign minister and its ambassador to the United States have both signed that Russia's debacle in Ukraine could lead to a nuclear strike by claiming that Russia is ready, readying its weapons by warning of a serious risk of nuclear escalation and by declaring that there are few rules left. They are they purposely rattled the ultimate saber. Vladimir Putin himself has noted that he has weapons. He has weapons. His opponents do not. And that he will use them if needed. Even the CIA director, William Burns, has warned of the possibility that Mr. Putin could use a tactical nuclear war, even if there is no practical evidence right now to suggest it is imminent. See what I'm saying? They're trying to use fear tactics. Nevertheless, we should be prepared. The former Secretary of State, Henry Kissinger, has argued that we should give the threat consideration. This is Henry Kissinger, all right? This is the person who said uh, military men are just dumb animals and pawns for foreign policy. Okay. These people are, are warmongers. They want war. Ukraine's army is ranked 22nd in the world 
and Russia is struggling with them. Russia is not, Ru look, I'm sorry to tell you, Russia is not struggling with them. They are beating the crap out of Azov Battalion. Okay? I'm, that's, that is not true. All right? It's not true. Okay? That is not true. I hate to break it to you, but that's not true. Azov Battalion hiding in um, underground in some cellar somewhere. One of their wives of the, of the Azov Battalion soldiers is begging the Pope for help. Okay? Stuck down there for days. So hungry that they ate the dog. Ate the dogs. Alright? They're bleeding. They're wounded. And they had to be carried. And they were. And finally they surrendered. And they're in Russia, Russian care. Because they really do need medical attention. So... Ukraine is not winning. It's not. They're getting hammered hard. I don't know what to tell you. But um they're they no no no. They're getting spanked. Okay? We should imagine the unimaginable specifically how we would respond militarily and economically to such a seismic shift in the global geopolitical terrain. President Biden is right not to have elevated our nuclear DEFCON level, nor has the administration's rhetoric stopped to Mr. Putin's bait. In 2012, I noted that Russia was the biggest geopolitical adversary to the United States, and it clearly remains a source of great concern to both Republicans and Democrats. Yeah, they can't, you know, bring over their corrupt influence that is destroying America as it is. Given the magnitude of the consequence of a nuclear strike, our potential options merit thought of our leaders and by American citizens alike. Who says? Who says American citizens want to, want to go to war with Russia? Who says? Who says? Okay. Who says? They want to try and get, you know, people riled up and like, yeah, we should go. Yeah, America should go and invade... Russia for what? Russia seems to have a little bit more morals than the U.S. They passed out laws to criminalize alphabet propaganda. The stuff that we're going through right now with our school system. Joe Biden um, saying, if you, unless, if you want your school lunch funds, accept alphabet mafia policies. Accept drag queen story time. Except if a boy thinks he's a girl, he should use the girl's bathroom. That type of stuff. Putting your kids in danger. Russia is not the U.S. military, which is using taxpayers' dollars. It's supposed to go into the military to train to be a fighting machine. It's being used for um, reassignment surgery. The U.S military is in no shape or form ready to fight the Russian military. It's not. Not a chance in hell does the U.S. military have against Russia. It's built up morally and they're built to fight, you know, armed to the teeth. America is too busy with, you know, worrying about being woke. 
to actually fight a beast like Russia, the bear. Those are the facts. Cold, hard facts. By invading Ukraine, Mr. Putin has already proved that he is capable of illogical and self-defeating decisions. Yeah, right. If he loses Ukraine, he will not only have failed to achieve his life's ambition to reverse what he sees as the greatest geopolitical catastrophe of the 20th century, the collapse of the Soviet Union, but he will also have a permanently diminished Russia as a great power and revigorate its adversaries. It is possible that Putin could face significant Internal challenges to his leadership. No, no, nope. Sorry, Kissinger is wrong. He's wrong. Sorry. It's not a self-defeating decision since you have uh, soldiers, you know, giving up. All right. And um, and you have Ukraine uh, military personnel of Ukraine willing to annex part of Ukraine back to Russia. Okay. Nobody respects Zelensky. Um, yeah, you're gonna have to scroll, uh, scroll through. You're gonna have to scroll, scroll through. Um, the videos I made about that. It's in there. It's not too long. It's it's recent. Just scroll through them, and you'll find it. You'll find it. Joe Biden actually said that unless you except these alphabet mafia policies you're not getting school lunch funding so parents are going to have to be uh, making school lunches for their kids because they're not going to get it at school as i was saying as a battalion don't respect Zelensky at all they don't said i'm your president they laughed in his face okay It is possible that Mr. Putin could face significant internal challenges to his leadership in such a circumstance he may be able to convince himself that the United States and the West are the, re- are the reason he invaded Ukraine and that the propaganda he has deployed to justify this immoral invasion was true from the beginning. Immoral? What about the immorality of Ukraine? Okay. Mistreating refugees. Okay. Foreigners, black foreigners, um, Indian refugees there going to the Polish border, getting shot at. Okay. Proudly saying that they're Nazis. Having Nazi tattoos, swastikas. What about that? Okay. What about that? See, the U.S. government's not willing to tell you about that. They just want you to support Ukraine, support Ukraine, support a white supremacist, racist nation. Okay? Support Ukraine. Don't tell you about the history. Don't tell you about Stepan Bandara. Racist, white supremacist, nationalist. Look them up. Look them up. All right? I'm not reading any more of this because it's just, you know, it's just propaganda to try to get people inflamed to uh, 
want to say, yeah, it's okay, we have to fight Russia. You're going to your death, alright? That's basically what it is. But everybody should be stocking up on food, weapon, and supplies because we are in we are going to face an economic crash and things are going to get ugly due to this war because um, Russia has Russia and Ukraine have food supplies and they're not giving that out because they're focusing on keeping that for the war. And people are starving outside of this situation. All right. Okay. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Later.